All right, welcome everyone. This is episode technically two. We're going to go with that one. Yep. So we're back with you, and there's been a whole lot that's been going on. Most recently, well, everything to do with social side of everything, it almost seems like. From Obamacare to the way Putin made Obama look like a bumbling fool. Dude, he saved his butt. I love yeah. that. And how are we, no, you know, we're supposed to be the big peacekeepers of the world, but yet now Putin is? Apparently, because he's also, uh, and then you want to take like the nuclear weapons away from Iran too to, you know. So yeah, that's great. Russia, Iran, and Syria are going to have chemical and nuclear weapons and we're okay with that. Yeah. I just think it's so funny that, you know, what did our president win the Nobel Peace Prize for? Nothing. Supposedly spreading peace peace, yeah, and peace. democracy. Yet, way to go, Obama. He's increased the amount of war th that we're in. Huh. A lot. Can I win the Nobel Peace Prize? But see, that's the thing about it, though, is that the younger generation is okay with war because Obama. Obama. Obama <laughs> said so. Obama phone. I don't know. <laughs> but tonight, what we're going to try to focus on is um, two things. Uh, Bill's going to bring up Obamacare. And I really haven't read too much into it. I, I, I'm not too big on the Obamacare thing. The only thing that I do know is that I don't like the socialistic programs per se because it just gives the government more power over everything. And that's not what this country is about. This country is about the people having the power. And to me, the idea of the government running our health insurance and, our, and telling us what doctors we can go to or what procedures we can have so that I'm hearing it just doesn't sound right. I mean, look at the Netherlands right now. Their president or king or whatever um, came out and pretty much said, look, this socialistic society, this welfare society is bankrupting us. Uh, we got to stop. So it's just a matter of time. And it's been actually proven that in the U.K., a lot of people that are on the government assisted are actually funneling the monies back to Al Qaeda, which is always a good thing. So, in essence, you're using your taxpayer money to fund your military and your enemies, because that makes all the sense in the world. And it always killed me about this whole Syrian thing. Is you know, let's go kill Syrians because they're killing Syrians. Well, you know, it got me, or I guess I want to go a little bit back on what we said on the first couple episodes. Is he's killed something like a hundred thousand people before this? Well, using conventional methods. And I don't understand why the red line is... the, the Excuse me. Red line. That he didn't make, but he made. That he didn't make, but he made. But not really. Sort of. There's some back to the future that, um, stuff. Yeah. That he... Uh, the chemical weapons is evil. Okay? So he kills a few hundred people of his own with chemical weapons. But it's okay for him to kill 800 innocent civilians with drones... And I can't remember what city I posted on Facebook a while back, but I can't remember his. Um, oh, in the Middle East, when they were trying to go for the uh, military leaders, and they wound up causing more civilian casualties. Like only like ninety-eight percent innocent kill rate is what that was. So yeah, Nobel Peace Prize winner. Now I think it's funny. Speaking of drones, did you know FEMA's been getting upset at the local authorities in I think it's Colorado from all the flooding because the local authorities are using drones to help find survivors. Which would be a good use for drones. I'm okay with that. But FEMA doesn't get any as much funding then. Oh, we can't have a government <laughs> a government agency not getting money. I mean, that's just not cool. They could just print some more, right? Well, that's true. That's, true. Yeah, that's, that's, what, that's, what, that's what I'm going to do. Um, so, let's get started because we are attempting to keep these a little shorter than usual. Attempting is the operative word there. Equivalently, we'll go with that. Shorter. Okay. <laughs> Big words mean shorter film. But <laughs> All right. So but tell, tell me about Obamacare, Bill, because I have no idea. All I know is something about how um, this is what I do know about Obamacare, and you fill me in. To me, it sounds like everybody's going to get free health care, um, and, and this is this is this is what I'm hearing from both sides. So I, I want the facts. I'm hearing that you know uninsured people that uh, don't have insurance right now are going to get free insurance. I'm writing all this down by the okay. way. Free? Yeah, free. Um, 
that you can't self-insure. You, you, there's some people out there that don't have health insurance, but just choose to pay the bills. But you can't do that anymore. Well, you can, but you'll get taxed or fined or fined. whatever the... No. Tax, because that's why it's con- it's constitutionally correct, according okay. to the Supreme Court. Whichever word you want to use, you're going to have to pay for not having insurance. Um, and that... There's some other things, but that, that's pretty much the gist of what I'm getting. So Okay, first me. of all, uh, in no form or fashion is it free. Uh, premiums in Atlanta and I think Minnesota have already tripled in, in, in anticipation. But wait, I, I heard that, I, I read a, I saw, I saw a meme on Facebook, so it must be real, that there are some cities that are actually reducing their premiums for health insurance like by like 20%. Okay, in essence, yes, for the lower, you're going to have, what you're going to have is your lower people that were that could not get in, I'll say lower, people that were uninsurable before or insurable at higher rates are now getting in at lower rates. Okay. So let's say you had cancer and you smoked and you drank 15 beers a day and you ate cheesy puffs all the time. You were probably going to have a higher premium. Yeah, of course. Well, now everyone's going to get the same premium. As the same person that eats healthy and goes and works out every day. I see. That just does, does not sound fair. And they're all about fairness. See, and now <laughs> I, I'm serious. There, there's going to be some things that come out of my mouth that's going to sound like I know what he's going to go ahead and talk about. But I'm telling you, honestly, I have no clue about this crap. Yeah, it's This is like bouncing this off of me. And this is my first uh, initial thought on whatever he's going to say. So... Uh, yeah, I'll just give you some real... I don't think it's fair that, you know, if I'm... If I choose, because that is a person's choice, if I choose to smoke, if I choose to drink, if I choose to be lazy but sitting on my couch watching Walking Dead and playing Candy Crush all the time, I should not have to pay the same premium, or excuse me, I should pay more of a premium than someone that is healthy and is not a health risk because I will be using it more. Yeah. And so that's where they're going to be lowering their premiums. All right. I got so, you. So not everybody's premiums are getting lowered. No. Just the people that are unhealthy and should have higher premiums. And, anyway. and if you had like pre-existing conditions, let's say like in the past you've had cancer and it may come back. Now this is the one part that, I mean, before you were insurable at a higher rate, but now the, you were insurable at, a, at the same rate as everyone else, even though you've had pre-existing conditions. Now with the pre-existing conditions, I can kind of understand that because like... That's not really your fault. Yeah, it's like for me, I have um, I have something that's pre pre existing mm-hmm. that I'm going to be taking medicine for for the probably the rest of my life. So I, I mean, I could see that you know I know before they could say, well, we're not going to cover that because it's a pre existing condition. Yes, and I could see why that should be cut out because if I lose my job because our economy and our middle class is thriving so much, then I can understand you know if I go to another job and I buy the insurance there because I work there and I have a job then they should have to pay that well see this is the difference between a healthcare reform and an entire new form of healthcare our healthcare system right now needs tweaks well see I heard the socialistic healthcare program works great in like Canada and the UK yet they all come here for medicine but I also heard that uh, it was uh, Sarah Palin that went over to Canada to have some kind of a medical something or other because it was so great. Well, I mean, I mean they're, specially, they're specialists in all the different parts of the country and all parts of the world. There's specialists in certain parts of the world that are better at heart surgery, that are better at brain surgery. So depending That's on true. what you're going on. Now, see, as Americans, we should be like, hey, come over here. Yeah, yeah. That's I- the way we should be doing. But now that our system, we can't make that argument anymore that they should come here. Why should they come here? Okay, but I've been hearing also the same thing about how the reason... I'm going to give you what I've been hearing, and then you give me your take, and I'll give me my take, give you my take. Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard the other day, and, and you know this as well as I do, that somebody was saying that the reason why our health care costs are so high is because there's no competition. To where, like, if the government came in, and this was the exact mm-hmm. analogy he gave, that if I was a company that, that built fake hips and the government came to all the companies that make fake hips 
and said, you're going to get a contract with us to make these fake hips for everybody, then you would try to find a cheaper and lower-priced fake hip to put in everybody because it's such a big contract. Now, see, that kind of makes sense because I'm... But, they okay, smaller countries need that because you have a smaller population. You don't have as much of a bargaining, bargaining chip. Blue Cross, Blue Shield, or these other major companies, they are made... Some of these insurance companies are insuring as many people are as in these other countries already. We have a amazing, competitive insurance market. But also, I heard that a lot of reasons why our premiums are so high is to cover the cost that the insurance company pays for, you know, their, their advertising and all this stuff. Well, and then again, that's a free market. It's a, market, it's a free market at the same point. But then you know what? You go to another insurance company. You go I mean, when you go shopping for car insurance. You just go to the first one that pops up on your own. No, you go look for the cheapest guy. I mean, that, everybody knows that. That's the way it should be set up. And as I said, there's not saying our healthcare system is perfect, but this, in no form or fashion, is the right step into it. Because all it's going to do is it's going to raise taxes on everyone, everyone. Because you're now paying for. At January first, twenty-five million new members to your ins- to insured America. Twenty-five million. So that means they're going to have more doctors, right? No, we are at more f- facilities. Nope, actually less because they can't make as much money, and they can't aren't given the same amount of money. No, I know with like state-funded ten care, like ten care. Yeah, they have. Um, some doctors that will accept it and some doctors that won't accept it. Is Obamacare going to mandate that every physician take that insurance? It's going to... Okay, in essence, I actually got notes on that. Um, Obamacare will tell you what doctors. So yes, it will force them, but in give an example, in urban areas, you will have more choices because there will be more doctors. In rural areas, Obama's Healthcare system will say this one doctor, this these two doctors are approved. Almost sounds like those doctors have you know it's kind of like you know everybody go get the uh, the Chevy Volt. Yeah, which is because there's a reason why Obama wanted to promote Chevys because well we bailed them out with our tax money just a little bit. And guess what? Ford is actually doing really good, and they didn't accept any bailout money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and then you got problems. With, we'll get on electric cars some other day. But, oh. but it, it's funny one. Most of them can't uh, set off traffic lights. Well, I heard there's a big electrocution factor too. Like, M- like emergency emergency medical people, like your rescue squad and mm-hmm. ambulance people, won't use like the laws of jive and laws of the job jaws. Law. Jaws of life. Laws of life. Laws of jive, y'all. <laughs> Jaws of life on them, or if it's pouring down, they won't go in there because there's a chance of them getting raised, getting electrocuted. And there is different factors. Now, insurance companies have actually uh, lowered premiums on certain uh, hybrid cars because they are heavier, believe it or not, because of the battery systems. Well, that makes sense. So it's the same price of having a lower insurance on an SUV. But I'm going to tell you the reason why I'm not sold on the battery car. I'm going to tell you this right here. Because there, somebody at work was telling me that they had uh, some completely electric car, no hybrid, just completely electric, mm-hmm. could charge off a 220 in two hours, but only got like 80 miles per charge. Yeah. I'm like, dude, all right, is that as far as we came? We're using 1960s technology in a car. Okay, no. You give me a battery that can charge in eight hours and give me 400 miles per charge, I can see the justification for the difference in the price of the car. But you're going to be sucking up a lot of electricity. Electricity is not free yet. And where does that come from? Uh, Coal. Coal. And actually, if you live in Alabama, this is people, uh, 70% of your power comes from coal. So really, are you helping out the environment or using more? I say give me a wind powered car. That's what I don't want. I mean, solar going down the road, it powers itself. Well, solar is going to be, I think, a big future on most houses. We're going to start people are going to start rolling it into their mortgages. And when you yeah. buy a house, you're going to put solar panels on it. And you can put a eight thousand dollars solar system on your house, and it will repay itself within eight years. So 
solar system. That sounds pretty cool. They like, yeah. might have Pluto fire. You know? <laughs> but anyways, back to the no, Obama. We digress. That means for you layman folk like me, because I only learned what digress means in the past eighteen months. Um, yeah, I'm not smart. Um, it means you go off track. So we get yeah. back on track. See, <laughs> always learn, people. Always expand your mind and do something. Don't just sit there in a freaking mindless blob. Sorry. Yeah. No. But anyway, so your rural areas are going to have less choices. And you're going to have to go to someone within your area. Uh, you're not going to have your specialist. It's going to be general medicine. So no podiatrist, no proctologist. Or if there no. are, you will have to have this specific this specific one. Oh, so that means that, you know, right now there's like ten women that have like five different gynecologists they can go to. So with Obamacare, you could have ten women that only have one gynecologist to go to. Oh, no. And if they don't like them, what then? They don't like them. Because I, know, then you I know women are very picky about their woman park doctors. And I don't blame them. I would be too. I mean, I don't want just some dude I, or chick or whatever I don't trust. You know, Dr. Longfinger. So, I mean, yeah, I want somebody yeah. that I can deal with. So they're not going to be able to say, hey, but what about my... What about the whole you can keep your old insurance and keep your doctors? Okay, that's where it gets into... Uh, October 1st, which is coming up in a few days, is going to go into the first part of the Obamacare, the Health Insurance Exchange, where the state can offer you insurance to the federal government, or you can stick with your providers still. But, <laughs> in essence, what's happening is those providers are going to be going with Obamacare, too. So you're just paying someone else, and then what's going to happen is those people are, those providers are going to slowly roll into Obamacare, and you no longer have the privatized industry because you can't privatize a government project. But are the doctors still going to be getting paid what they're getting paid? No, major cuts. And along with that, right now in our healthcare system, we are over fifteen thousand doctors short of what we really need to be. So we add in twenty-five million new people, fifteen thousand. Doctors short, and you're probably. And I know for a fact you're going to have doctors quit. Over ninety-four percent of doctors do not agree with the Obamacare. This is proof that doctors are going to quit. You're going to have less doctors. You're going to have up to nine months waiting time, which is what happens in a lot of these other countries. They have to say you want to go in for a, you know, let's say a kidney stone removal. You have to wait nine months to a year. In all these other countries. All right, but speaking of that, I have a question because you're talking about prioritizing. So, like right now, we all know that if if I need a kidney transplant and Bill needs a kidney transplant and I'm broke, I ain't got a job or nothing, and he's, you know, fine. Um, the the contributing factor on whether you get put on that list or not would be the fact is if you have insurance. Because if you don't, because you've seen the same movie, I mm -hmm. know, haven't you, with Denzel Washington? Oh, yeah. You know, where his son couldn't get a heart transplant because they didn't have insurance. So the people with insurance and could afford insurance got on that waiting list. So today, the, the, the contributing factor, the deciding factor of whether or not you get these services is money. Ish. There's no fact, there's no hospital that will turn you down for life-saving critical care. But what's going to be the deciding factor on whether you get the transplant or I get the transplant under Obamacare? Um, are you healthier than me? No. That's what's going to be the... No, that's the, the so it's going to be their, their, if the investment is worth it. Yes. Kind of like, you know, sinking $3,000 for wheels that go on a 82 or, Cadillac example, versus... If your grandparents need a... Like, yeah, like, like liver transplant, and they're 64 years old. Is the investment worth it? Compared to like a 20-something year 20 old, something, the same yeah. procedure. Even though you're, even though let's say the 60-something year old has been on the list for say three years, and the other one got on there just last month. Which one's going to be worth the investment according to Obamacare? It would be the, the younger ones, too, yes. because they're going to live longer, and everybody knows if you put your money into something, you want it to last. You know, you're not going to buy a car that's, you know... But it, is that fair? Hell no, that's not fair. So that's that's the whole idea behind Obamacare. They can tell you basically, say, you know what, you're too old to save. You can die. So you're going to have death panels? In essence, yes, without calling them death panels. Oh, it would be like some kind of stupid legal judicial... 
health, medical, Obamacare. And abortions are covered underneath Obamacare. That's great. That's dehumanization. That's that's population control. Yeah. You you can kill babies if it's free. And you know who is the biggest partaker in abortions? It's not the same thing against the people, but this is against the say the Democratic Party is trying to do. The African American, the black population, has more abortions than the white population does. So what does that mean? They're actually killing more black babies. That means you're racist. Why you got to stereotype black people as abortion? Oh no, I'm I'm being the Democrats right now. Oh, okay, yeah. So they're proving their own racism. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it, it's kind of like you know it, to me. I'll get on that one in a minute when we get on my problem I got going on. I just, because I heard one of the best things about Obamacare is that it's going to be free for everybody. I mean, it's going to be, if you can't afford health insurance, you get, you know, because there's people out there that work, you know, four or five part-time jobs. you got a mom out there that works two part-time jobs trying to feed her kids and put food on the table, but she's not, she doesn't have access to health insurance because her, you know, she works part-time job, which, you know, mm-hmm. they don't, they don't offer that, but it'll be free for her and the kids. Of course, I mean they already okay, have systems yeah, like that. We got ten care. Like yeah, that. the ten the states already have in place systems for children. And you know what? This is going to sound bad. Everyone is not supposed to survive everything. No, I mean because we got a big. Everybody talks about we got a big population problem, and I mean if you're making everybody live to be 150 years old, but they won't. They'll just make them live to be about 60, and then they say, "Okay, you're dead." That's true. You're done. We're not helping you no more. You are you are aged out of Obamacare. In essence, yes, which is ridiculous. You know, you get into the whole thing of when you know these senators that have exempted themselves, these congressmen that have exempted themselves. Obama himself has passed 15 laws or 15 changes. Sorry, not laws to Obamacare itself. And but it was great. The uh, JFK. Healthcare system isn't for you and me. No, you're talking about JFK. You're talking about John Fitzgerald Kennedy, or are you talking about John F. Kerry? <laughs> no, I'm ta- yeah, I'm talking about John, uh, the president. Okay. But yeah, they have a healthcare insur- program just for them and their employees. So wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a so their healthcare system. Wait, 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 yeah. wait, wait, wait. Obamacare is so great, then why aren't they saying, I want on board? Uh, Obama was actually asked that question exactly, I think, by CBS. He ignored the question. I didn't say that. <laughs> so, I didn't uh, make the red line. Maybe Somebody else made it. The country made it. The country made it. Another thing is going into, let's say you can't afford health insurance, because there's still going to be a cost to health insurance, unless you are basically on welfare, unless you are completely government funded. Hmm. So, if you're not on your insurance, there's going to be a $95 a month reoccurring fee. Every three months, it goes up. I mean, that's cheaper than what I'm paying right now. For the first three months. Yeah, but then it goes up. It's kind of like, you know, you get get, your first year of this satellite TV for $12 a month and then the next thing you know it's jacked up to $120 a month. It's not that good of a deal. You got to read the fine print. Oh, but we couldn't read the fine print because they hadn't passed it yet. You got to pass it before you read it. And any people that want to go out there, you can actually download the PDF for the Affordable Health Care Act. Read the lot. Oh, I downloaded it. No, I'm just talking oh, about the affordable actually, yeah, Act. Yeah, and I actually read a good bit. I'm at section 1503, I think, right now. By the way, it's a long, long... You might have to read, like, all the Harry Potter books. <laughs> and it's probably shorter. <laughs> or I just watch the Obamacare movie. Yeah, there you go. But what gets me is in 1503, it talks about the fines. You are fined. You are... It's, it's in there. Ladies and gentlemen, you are going to be fined... For not having health care. That means you can't live without having health care in the United States. So wait a minute. Say I'm a, I own my own business. I, I'm all, I, I'm self-employed. Yeah. The fact I don't hire nobody else. I run my own deal. I'm actually making something of myself. 
by doing something with my life. I don't know, be it mowing yards or you know, being a contractor or something. And I can afford to just pay my doctor bills, to, to go to the doctor and say, yeah. here, here's my bills. But if I choose to keep doing that, then the government is going to force me to pay them even more money because I'm able to pay my own bills. Yes. If I don't fall for this Obamacare. Because you have to pay for those people that aren't paying. (laughs) Yeah, you like that? You have to pay for people that aren't paying. We're already doing that with our welfare system. Let's just make it bigger. Over 43% of this country has some type of government funded program in their family structure or a single structure whatever you want to call it and this is what I'm going to go into this because I think this is really important in 2008 the debt the treasury took on from Freddie Mae Fannie Mac all that stuff I think we did that backwards Freddie Mac and Fannie Mae Freddie whatever the government entities that are not government <laughs> entities that run by the government. Yeah. Like Homeland Security? No, this is even worse. Like, they're corporations. They're called corporations. Oh, like GM. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, and before 2008, which is Obama's first year, the um, loans they brought in from, that they actually bought from the, the market was about $1.2 trillion. After Obama came in, he had them buy more, up to $3.7 trillion in one year. One year, that is. Five years ago, the Fed the Fed owed the Treasury. Yes, the federal government owed the Treasury $479.762 billion in securities and mortgages. That's your... Um, like I said, mortgages is kind of self-explanatory, but your uh, bonds and things like that. Now it owes three thousand three hundred ninety three. Oh, sorry, that's a billion. Or is that a trillion? Tr- sorry, three trillion three hundred ninety-one billion eight hundred twenty-six million dollars. That is a lot of money. Where are they getting that money, Bill? It's all debt. It's all red. Oh wait. So, in order to not say we're stupid and broke, we got to raise our debt ceiling. Yeah, and that's again what happened. But raising your debt ceiling does not mean that you're going to go in debt more. That's kind of like, all right, oh, I heard that. People, he's telling you you're stupid. Okay, that's what he's saying. Because he actually said in that speech, yeah. for people that don't understand, for the stupid citizens... Of, can I say that? Yeah, we're going to say it. The stupid citizens of America that don't understand. I mean, I'm not that bright of a person, but I understand that if I get a credit card, it's got a $500 limit, okay? The only reason why I'm going to ask that credit card company to up me to $1,000 is because I've already spent that $500, and I haven't paid for it to bring it back down. So I'm just trying to get another $500 in it so I can just keep borrowing money. Or you want to borrow more money in the future. Yeah, and that's that. It's not saying I want to. What well, was he thinking? Because they, because he was like, "Well, that's bills that we've already you know, we already owe." So we're trying to raise the debts. That's like saying I owe five hundred dollars on my credit card, so I want to up the limit to a thousand because I want to pay off the five hundred. It don't make sense, people. It's, it's crazy it's, talk. It is literally and utterly crazy. And any person that's had any business experience will tell you that he is complete and total moron in this sense. We got a government that can't pay the bills. And you know what? And, and this, they make enough. I've heard that they take in. Oh, sorry, the, the Guinness is talking. The, By and, the way, this is Guinness, people. I'm a lightweight, but I'm not drunk. See. So when I'm driving home, you can't arrest me. But I do get a little excited. I get excited anyway. Oh, yeah, we do on this show. I think I think this is adds to it. Because it's awesome stuff. It is. But it's... It, I forgot what I was saying. Oh, about the whole them being stupid and raising the debt ceiling? I don't know. Go ahead. But anyways, it goes on, and it's just ridiculous because this whole new... Oh, I'm trying to roll this in. The Obamacare 
is going to bring more money to the federal government by taxing more people. You're going to raise the taxes to a drastically higher percentage. And you know that guy that said all that stuff about there are drastically higher taxes in the other countries. Yeah, yeah, he said that. Drastically higher. We're paying anywhere between, uh, okay, I think it's up to 35%. A lot of other countries pay up to 47% of your income. That's more. That's a lot more. Of your money. Your hard-earned money. And by the way, if uh, the tax system would have followed what it should have done by in the 1903 is no 1913 is when the income tax came around. The top 30 they, when you got when the top percent you had to pay 35 percent. You had to make the uh, you had to make something like 250 thousand dollars a year, which at the end of the time was a lot. That's equivalently something like I want to say eight million a year now. But to be in that top three, to be in that top thirty-five percent now, you have to make three hundred and twenty-five hundred thousand. So what does that mean that all your business owners that have done good, let's say they're not millionaires, but they've done good, are now paying a higher percentage? We are in a higher percentage tax bracket than the income tax initially was set up for because our government has grown to this extent that it. Covers all the wars. It covers all the people. I mean, forty-three percent of the people. That's almost half the country. Do you realize half the country is getting money back from the government? Well, what happens to the other half? We're paying more in to fund those people. And I'm also saying that you and I probably are in that forty-three percent. Well, yeah, because I am getting and state grants to go to school, but I don't plan on staying on that forever. I'm going to get out of school, I'm going to go and work a job, and I'm going to pay every single bit of that back, which is what the system was designed for. Well, yeah, but I'm, I'm talking about, like, we, we like when you go file your income tax, you get most of it back. No, I'm talking about, like, they're on food stamps, they're on medical care, they're on some type of government assistance. Which, let, I don't know about Bill, but let me go ahead and clarify something. Uh, first two things one thing just popped in my head uh, our last episode we were talking about obese people and I want to let you know that I, that video was not aimed toward anyone who has a medical issue that causes them to be obese um, it, you know if you got a thyroid problem if you know there you, are certain situations yeah, that, and if you can't decipher that our talking about stuff doesn't mean you because you are in, you know, some kind of medical shape there where you can't lose the weight. Then no, we're not talking about you. We're, we're talking, talking about, about choices. We're talking about the people that choose to to live a lifestyle that allows them to be overweight or to be lazy or to be non-productive. That's what we're talking about. So before y'all start getting all rowdy about stuff, we say think about it for a minute. We're not complete assholes. We are a little bit. A little bit, but you got to be. We're not complete. Yeah, you have to be. That's the way life. You should be. If you're not, then you're overly sensitive and, and you're not sticking up for yourself and you have no backbone. And you know what? I think that's... Okay, really quick. I'm going to go back on something real quick. Okay, get back on track. Cause I'll I keep get back, back, back on track. We're going to talk about the debt on this and how the Obamacare is going to actually increase the debt by making more payments go out to more people. And you know what? It's, it's funny that the current committee on the Treasury buys... Get this... $40 billion a month in mortgages. $40 billion a month in mortgages are still being bought by the government. Why are they and buying then, mortgages? And then they're trading them off for supposedly a profit. Which we all know how well the government actually makes a profit. Zero. Yeah, because they... Uh, see, I've heard that they've taken enough taxes from the people that they have to pay the bills. Well, they probably do. When you, if you take, but not enough to cover what they keep off, borrowing. Because we got like seven hundred military bases in other countries. That's that's a lot of money, people. Well, that is a lot of money. But if you took, say, people, there are some people that need to be on government assistance. There are veterans that deserve every single pit of penny that we yes. can, that that they get. They deserve everything that we can possibly give them because they have offered. Even if they didn't put their life on the line, they volunteered to do that, which is more balls than most people have. And let me tell you something. When you sign that tr contract, no matter if your MOS is cook, nuclear engineer, SEAL, frontline person, Air Force, drone pilot, in essence, you are signing, I am willing to give my life for this country. I am willing to be an MP. I am willing to be a bullet sponge. And you know what? Those people that get out there and do that, 
do it because other people won't do it. And with the people sitting in Congress, it's ridiculous because they don't understand that these men and women are out there dying every single day and they're putting their lives at risk. They're putting their families through so much they can't even comprehend. And a lot of these congressmen and Senate, and Senate members and the president himself and his family just don't understand that these people are fighting for something and they have an idea of what this country should be and could be and they are tearing it down every single day. And they treat them like pawns. They're not, that's the reason why I hate the term boots on the ground. Cause they, it's especially when people say it that don't understand it. That in those boots are people. Yeah. And they treat them like they're not. They're just, they're, they're a number and their expenditure and, you know, so what? And though that, that makes me sick to my stomach, seriously. Because, you know, I've had friends, I've had family that have, and I've signed that dotted line. It's, I've had a lot of people that have volunteered to do that. And, you know, I'm only upset that I wasn't able to follow through with it. But, you know, I've had people that have been able to go the distance. And, and to hear somebody just talk about, oh, we're just going to put three, 30, 300,000 troops over here. Do you know the reason why we got out of, out of Iraq? It was costing too much? That. And, let me tell you something. Because Barack Obama... King Obama and his we're going to pull everybody out of Iraq. You know why he pulled the people out of Iraq? Because the Iraqi people didn't want us there. They were going to start trying our soldiers for for um, war, war crimes. So he was like, well, we got to get them out of there now. So that's why. It wasn't some big heroic trying to rescue our soldiers crap. If he was trying, if he, if he wanted, if it wasn't for the Iraqi people saying, get the hell out of our country, they would still be in Iraq and Syria and God knows where else. And it's just totally ridiculous and these people don't understand what's being put at stake so they can argue these things that are tearing down our country that minimum have fought for for generations upon generations. I have nothing but utmost respect for any person that's served. You know what? Like I said, you've put your name on that line. You've put your life on that line. You've said, I'm willing to be government property. Here you go. Use me what you got to do. And, you know, this is the whole thing that gets me. Is people want to talk so much about... Bad about... I love it. Liberals like to talk about comparing Obama to George W. And I don't mean the senior. I mean the last one. To me, they're both the same. George voted against the committee buying $400 billion a month. 400 and then also, oh, sorry, four billion, forty billion dollars a month in mortgages and forty-five billion dollars a month in treasury securities, aka bonds. George voted against that because literally he saw it becoming an instability for this country. In all the making fun of of that man, he had the sight to say, "Quit buying debt because it's making our country unstable." That's the only reason why I say they're the same is because, well, they're not even the same. And I hate to say it, but, no, I don't hate to say it. Obama's actually worse than Bush. Yeah. I'm not saying, I'm not going to get this right. I am not a, I'm not saying Bush was the greatest president ever. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, you want to compare the two? Well, let's compare the two. I mean, you got Bush who set up the Patriot Act, which opened the doorway to get in everybody's business in uh, national security reasons. And then you got Obama, who's like, oh, I'm just going to get rid of all these policies that we don't like about George Bush, and blah, blah, blah. You know what? He made it bigger. <laughs> uh, what's the CISPA, the Internet, the Internet Act, which was following the year after SOPA, the whole NSA stuff. The government can go in without warrants now and basically get all your Internet records of everything you've been. And you let your phone tracks you wherever you go, wherever you've been, and that's on your Internet records. So, guess what, people? If you're sending a naked picture of yourself to somebody, in 25 years, it could be used against you just yep. because, well, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll Obama. 20, we'll go 26, because that's what it was for Paula Dean. Yeah, see? <laughs> see? See? And that was before cell phones. What am I going to do with this racist <laughs> asshole over here? You know what? We have all said stuff in our past that, you know, <laughs> we were younger at a time. We didn't know things. You learn something every day. 
We evolve. If you stop evolving, if you're still stuck in the same mindset you were five years ago, you're not evolving. You're, you're stagnant. And that's the whole thing is, you know, these... I literally had a conversation with two people that were trying to defend Obamacare, and they were quoting all these sources that were talking about Obamacare. And as soon as I posted them the exact parts of Obama, of the Affordable Health Care Act, I said, read the PDF. They shut up. Well, that's because most people don't... They're, they're fine with passing it before reading it crap because what they what they want to do is they, they hear all the memes, they hear all like MSNBC, Rachel Madcow. I tried watching MSNBC for an hour. I tried. Hear Pierce Morgan. They, <laughs> Pierce Moron. They they listen to their the talking heads that they yeah they they have some facts they have some small figures and, and both sides are biased as shit so what Muslims they do, have some facts yeah Muslims have facts and, and they cut each other's heads off so it, it, it's like but they don't they don't look they don't look at the PDF they don't want to look at the PDF because they're content sitting down and just following because they think for some reason after all this comes down after everything all goes to hell and back they're going to be safe because they are going to be the ones that are herded like sheep into the freaking bread line because they're the ones like say I guarantee you you look right now you got people all these people make fun of preppers and tinfoil hat wearers and all this crap they will be the ones that are going to be hauled up in the woods if anybody ever happens to invade this country the ones that are making fun of them are going to be the first ones saying, I will believe in whatever you want. I will worship Allah. I will be a communist. I will lick your jack boots as long as you provide me with something. And it's ridiculous. And these people are just, they will roll over. You know what? I think the way, the way we really need, really need to solve this is you take every person that's between the ages 14, we'll go 14, to let's say 56, in some, you know, in a healthy condition and I think three days a year you make them survive in the wilderness with nothing with absolutely nothing nothing but the clothes on their back that's it and you know what and if you decide you don't want to build a fire and boil, boil, boil your water that's fine that's part of the learning process let's go with it let's see how many people know how to survive or have the understanding of what it takes to survive and then you'll be you won't be upset at all these corporations for providing for your i your iPhone. You won't be upset at your, you know, air conditioning, your local electricity, whatever. You know, what, the, what comes down to it is they're so these left wing agenda is so hypocritical. They want to go against all these corporations and these movie stars, but yet the movie stars are supporting that. So they're supporting their own downfall. In a sense. That's why I always love people sitting there going, I hate corporate America while they're tweeting it on their iPhone. In Starbucks. <laughs> uh, think about people. Um, the internet has been made popular by corporations. The internet wouldn't exist if it wasn't for corporations. We wouldn't exist doing this if it wasn't for corporations. You wouldn't have your hipster whatever, your hat from the middle of you know, Etsy. You won't be able to buy your pants from Rue 21. Look at that. You know how much technology is in and how many corporations actually allow you to live with Not saying all corporations, there's not any evil in it. But you have to understand the value of something when you buy it from a corporation and that all this is not evil. And I just think we're going to have step back, realize... Again, this goes. It's going to be a mainlining theme, I think, throughout all of our videos. There is a personal responsibility in this, and it is our responsibility to take the government by the reins and say, "Hold up, you're running wild, and we got to step. We got. We got to pull you back." And it's going to, have to be. It's going to happen. And I think we want to cut this into a two-part episode, also, because. This is going to go way longer than we needed it to. And we tried to make them shorter for you. Sorry about that. But I think. But we're giving you good stuff here, folks. And you know what? Feel free to comment, send us a message, whatever it may be. Please do it. You know what? We'll talk about whatever you want to talk about. But this is what we are seeing right now. And it's hopefully it's a discussion that you can take 
to the dinner table. And again, we're at a dinner table also. Actually, we won't have to make this in two parts here. We can just deal with this, and then the next episode we can deal with what I was talking about. We need, we need to do this more often. We do. We need to do this about once a week. We're going to try doing this one. I think we should try doing this once a week if yeah, we can. Yeah, because we got... Man, there's so much crap going That's, I'm telling you what. I'm telling you what. And don't shoot me for saying this, please. But a small... Itsy bitsy 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 itsy bitsy. I'm talking like itsy atom sub atomic particle particle size part of me wants Hillary Clinton to be president in 2016. Do you know why? Because it'd be so great for this show. <laughs> I had to steal that from 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 a show, and it's it's true. It's true. It's you know true. what? Uh, really quick, if if anyone out there is really considering Hillary. Come meet me. Come meet me. I will smack you in the face. I will smack no, you. No, that's 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 too tolerant, intolerant. That, that's too leftist for you to say. I'll smack you in the face for not believing what. Please come to us, and Tell we us. we will kick you in the crotch with information. We'll go with that. We'll go with that. I won't. But you know what? I think there needs to be a physical repercussion. I've said this many times before. If I ever, ever, I know it won't happen. If I ever get become president. I'm going to form a secret organization called PIF. It stands for Punch in the Face. And if a congressman, if someone part of the government does something stupid, they will be visited. I will be. I will be piffed. I will be piffed. I'll be like, hello? And if they are... And I'll leave a little card. Oh, no. It'll, it'll You've be, been piffed. It'll be awesome because they'll be visited by a person in the middle of the night and, ri- uh, and rings... In the back, we'll say P I F T. Ping! And then they will go the next day on a, you know, a uh, press conference, and they'll be piff across their face. Dude, you know, you watch. <laughs> if he wins, if he wins presidency ever, look, watch C-SPAN. You're gonna see like half the congressmen with piffed across their forehead. Because you know what? I think this is a point to where fiscal repercussions. These people are in Congress. A lot of them. Are so far removed from what real life is, they don't understand if it's because they've been their career politicians. They've been there for like since they were conceived. And you know what? And that's one thing. You know what? I know Rand Paul is Ron Paul's son. With all that, we're going to say no duh or whatever. But I think he actually has a real connection with the people. He's pretty down to earth on everything. That's the reason I like Ron. Yeah, well, Ron has... Ron would have I like been, Ron because he's out there. Ron, I think, would have been a great president. He's a shake em up change em up kind of guy. He, You want change? Vote Ron Paul. Well, that's what I think... He wants to flip everything on his ear. I think Ron Paul would have been a good president 20 years ago. I think he would have been an amazing president 20 years ago. He's the president that would become a... By a presidential proclamation, at 420 on 420, everybody has to... Light up a joint because it's gonna make this whole country happy. <laughs> well, that's why I like Ron Paul. Cause he's just like, look, shut up. That's what Ron Paul is. Yeah. Just shut up. It's our fault. Nine Eleven happened. Don't try to lie about it. That's what I love him. I love him. Well, I'll tell you about another thing. If I become president, the first thing I am doing, I'm gonna make one executive order. One, it's going to nullify all of the, all of other executive orders. Because that is unconstitutional, people. Because you know what? You didn't vote a president to make a decision by himself. He is a part of a process. And so, you know what? If I become president, there we go. You know No what? more executive orders. By the way, I already got my uh, slogan. Vote for me because I am you. Dude, that's, that's deep. That's deep. <laughs> I love that. So, vote for me in 20-whatever. <laughs> Mine's going to be, vote for me because I'm not Obama. <laughs> or Bush. Big- by the way, I'm uh, Romney. with uh, it's funny, kind of funny with uh, the school I'm at. We have this thing called Skills USA. And we had to go around and we had to, if you want to be a part of the, you know, like the president or the treasurer or whatever, anything else. And I literally am running for president. And my slogan is, "Obama got president. Why can't I?" <laughs> I kid you not. That is my at my at my school. <laughs> I love it, dude. It's hilarious. I'm curious to see how many votes I'll get. Be like, hey. <laughs> You voted for Obama. Why not me? (laughs) (laughs) Why not? But anyways, I think on that note, we're going to have to cut this one short. we're going to bounce out of here. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for sticking on with us, and we thank you for all the views and all the comments or anything else. You know what? Feel free to tag us, and if 
there's anything we can do to ever talk about subjects or, you know what, talk one-on-one. We're not the smartest guys in the world, but, you know what, we're not afraid to talk our minds. And sometimes that's what you need. Um, hit us up on Facebook. On Twitter. Twitter. Sheeple no more, y'all. Sheeple no more. Remember, we t-shirts. We do need t-shirts. And that's another thing. Ladies and gentlemen, don't be sheep when this comes to it. Think for yourself. You're an American... Stand up, be an American. And if there's something on here you don't agree with or think that, you know, that doesn't sound right, please look it up. Look up, because, like I said, he comes with facts. <laughs> he comes with stuff he's looked up. But if you want to contradict him, look it up yourself and give him a, uh, a counterfactor, whatever. Yeah. Me, I don't look jack up. I go off this right here, because this right here served me very well over the past years. Past year. Year. Past few <laughs> while. So, if, if you got anything against what I got to say, then please tell me. Yeah, and, and you know We're not afraid of criticism, unlike the government. Oh, no. Yeah, no. We, we enjoy it, actually, because that means people are watching. Yeah. Oh, but there is something I want to tell you. When we're talking about uh, welfare, not just the vets. All right, look. Excuse me, I got a little Oh, no, it's fine. Piece. If you are a single mother... And you're pulling two jobs to put food on your table because baby daddy ran off and is a piece of crap. You need it. That's what it's there for. If you watch my own channel, I I, I talk about this kind of stuff. Uh, I haven't since we started here because well, this is more important at the moment. <laughs> but if you're a single mom and you're working, uh, you're doing what you have to do to put food on the table. Yes, that's what those programs are there for. But if you lost your job and you need it to support your family. That's what it's there for. Now, if you lost your job a year ago and you're still collecting off the government drippings of the government tit, then no. You need motivation. You need up off of there. If you're, it's like I always say, if you're sitting somewhere and your well runs dry, you don't sit around for a year hoping for somebody to bring you some water. You dig another well. You go for it. And you you try. move to where the water is. Move to where the jobs are. And there are jobs. Right now, my company that I work for is hiring. And I have a friend, if you want to get in contact with me, that if you're in these, you know, in our area, which is the Southern Middle Tennessee area, uh, who is hiring management and wait staff at a restaurant, there are jobs out there if you want them. And what? If it isn't the job you want, it's the job you get right now until you get the job you want. Nothing's something's better than nothing. If you got printing experience, if you know if you know how to run, if you know what an offset web press is, and you can run one, and you have some experience on it, contact me. If you are in the lower Middle Tennessee area, I can try to hook you up with a job. I'm telling you, that's what we're here for—to help each other. I'm not. Don't look for the government to help you. I'm 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 here to help you. But I'm not here to help you by writing you a check. I'm here to help you by getting you a job. That's that's all yeah. I got, man. That's mm-hmm. all I got. That's how we want to end it right there. Thank you again, ladies and gentlemen, for all of it. You know what? Keep on writing to your senators. Keep on talking. Keep on talking around the, the dinner table. Keep it going. This is the only way we're going to get our country back is to keep standing up. Power to the people! Well, that was almost careful doing things like that. I didn't have my hands flat. Okay, as long as you don't have your hands flat, we're good. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, I think you might have a good... Uh, thank you so much. Have a good night. We'll see you next time. See you.